Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I am Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. When Jesus drew his picture of the vine, he knew what he was talking about. The vine was grown all over Palestine as it still is today. It is a plant which needs a great deal of attention if the best fruit is to be gotten out of it. It is grown commonly on terraces. The ground has to be perfectly clean. It is sometimes trained on trellises. It is sometimes allowed to creep over the ground, held by low forked sticks. It sometimes even grows around the doors of the cottages. But wherever it grows, careful preparation of the soil is essential. It grows luxuriously and drastic pruning is necessary. So luxuriant is it that the slips are set in the ground at least 12 feet apart, for it will creep over the ground at speed. A young vine is not allowed to fruit for the first three years, and each year is cut back drastically to develop and conserve its life and energy. When mature, it is pruned in December and January. It bears two kinds of branches, one that bears fruit and one that does not. And the branches that do not bear fruit are drastically pruned back so that they will drain away none of the plant's strength. The vine can not, cannot produce the crop of which it is capable without drastic pruning. And Jesus knew that. Further, the wood of the vine has a curious characteristic that is good for nothing. It is too soft for any purpose. At certain times of the year it is laid down by law, the people must bring offerings of wood to the temple for the altar fires. But the wood of the vine must not be brought. The only thing that could be done with the wood pruned out of a vine was to make a bonfire out of it and destroy it. This adds to the picture Jesus draws. He says that his followers are like that. Some of them are lovely, fruit-bearing branches of himself. Others are useless because they bear no fruit. Who was Jesus thinking of when he spoke of the fruitless branches? There are two answers. First, he was thinking of the Jews. They were branches of God's vine. Was not that the picture of a, that a prophet after prophet had drawn? But they refused to listen to him. They refused to accept him. Therefore, they were withered and useless branches. Second, he was thinking of something more general. He was thinking of Christians whose Christianity consisted of profession without practice, words without deeds. He was thinking of Christians who were useless branches, all leaves and no fruit. And he was thinking of Christians who became apostates, who heard the message and accepted it and then fell away, becoming traitors to the master they had once pledged themselves to serve. So then there are three ways in which we can be useless branches. We can refuse to listen to Jesus Christ at all. We can listen to him and then render him lip service unsupported by any deeds. 
we can accept him as master and then in face of the difficulties of the way or the desire to do as we like abandon him one thing we must remember it is a first principle of the new testament that uselessness invites disaster the fruitless branch is on the way to destruction. This is our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.